hard to know it. Well, you're the intro guy, so I mean, you're the one who's like, "Oh, I'm going to do the intro." So if you're going to do the intro, do the intro. <laughs> so my plan actually wasn't to really have much of an intro for this, and right because we used to have one where it was like, "Oh, what's today's nothing?" Oh, here's today's nothing. Well, no, that's not true, but we had a more formal intro. But for this one, I was planning on just doing something like. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. It's really nice to have you with us today. I'm just going to quickly introduce us. I am Rob, and with me I have Charlie. Hi. And Garrett. Are we actually going now? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, this could well, be it or it well, because, could not be. Because you were like in mid-sentence and you were demonstrating what you were going <laughs> to do, and then you made it seem like this is the real thing, like in the middle yeah. of your sentence. I thought it, we were just getting a model of what was supposed to happen i didn't understand that you were creating the scenario where we were supposed to start going into it why don't we make it that though we're we're like rolling now so i'm gonna well, say hi. we've already started yeah all I'm right say so hi. you see artistically then charlie i know is a big fan of the rolling entrances where you don't really know exactly where you started and i <laughs> feel like that's kind of a cool thing to do here you know, Rob well, I think tricks with our minds. Hold on, I'm gonna turn down my gain just a tad. How we, how we get, how we doing? We still good? I think so. Better, worse? I feel good. Just, I had a lot of background. I could see myself picking up a lot of background. Uh, don't worry about the background. The <laughs> background. All right, so do you? Want no, me to I can. Turn? I can cut out any of the background noise. Do you want me to turn? And back you up actually then? got a little bit softer. That's what she said. Is that that might be she that's too loud? Said? Wait, I just turned it back to where it was. Oh, really? Well, here we are. Better Oven. one, better two, better one, better two, <laughs> better one. Somebody hasn't been to the eye doctor in a while, huh? I'm gonna just call it here. We're, we're leaving it here. A or B? Can, can, yeah. can I see A again? <laughs> I still remember. Well, honestly. Honestly, with the better one, better two, I wasn't hearing much of a difference. Oh, that's awkward. Once you were toggling it, so it felt a lot like an eye doctor's appointment. You're it really to ask I... to hear one again. <laughs> yeah. uh, can, can I hear one again, please? <laughs> better one, better one, better one. Okay, I can't tell the difference. And I, love the when you, and I love when you tell them, too, like, oh, it's about the same. They're like, huh. And then they move on. Better A, better B. And I'm like, still look the same. Okay, better one, better two. Oh my God, I don't know what's I like, happening. I like when they predict, sometimes they predict which one's going to be better. And he, so my, my eye doctor will be like, okay, um, I assume that I'm correct in saying that A is much better than B. And I'm like, you're right. It's still magical <laughs> to me. How did you know? I like that the, the first time I ever went to the eye doctor, I got prescribed some glasses and they tell me because I was having like weird issues at one point. I, I think it was bef just before I went to law school and they're like, oh, hey, you're going to need these glasses only for reading or no. First, they said only for distance and driving. And then they were like, no, 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 we lied. You need them just for reading. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm using them only for reading. And then like was having headaches all the time and really screwed up. And then I went back to the eye doctor a year later. She's like, um, first of all, your glasses are not even the prescription that they prescribed you. Second of all, uh, all of those things are incorrect. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. So I'm imagining 
I'm imagining that that's how that's exactly how that that visit went. It was like <laughs> you had one person be like, "Okay, so at first you're only going to need it for distance and driving." No, no, no. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> you're also going to need it for reading. And that's what was so weird to me. I was like, I understand that, you know, I I'm not very good at science. I obviously don't know optometry or ophthalmology. Uh but when you tell me that I have to use them for driving and for slash distance and also for reading, those are two different things. Right. <laughs> like one is nearsighted, one is very farsighted. So yes. that seems wrong. And it those was are, wrong. Those so. are opposites. If you're nearsighted and farsighted at the same time, you got a rough situation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You're well, constantly I mean, needing to change your glasses. Lucky for me, I uh I feel like I set myself up in life for a lot of the things that happened to me later on, like almost as if I predict them. Like I remember in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, at one point, yes. they go to the baseball game with Mr. Mosby and uh, Cody gets hit in the face with a ball and he says something about it being his astigmatism. And then I asked a lot of questions about astigmatism. And then later in life, they're like, you have astigmatism. And I knew exactly what it was because of that episode of Sweet Life and Zack and Cody. So thank you for educating me, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I remember astigmatism from there's like a random commercial where there were these two twins. And they were like, I have astigmatism and I don't. So we need different contacts. And then one of them puts in the contacts in there and she goes this is for astigmatism i, I can't even feel them i think i remember that commercial. is that the acuvio is that acuvio oasis contacts i think it was that oh, one yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah. that's a classic mm-hmm. acuvio if you're looking to sponsor a podcast i mean <laughs> i know one you can look up no i say don't find us because i tried to use acuvio oasis and they're horrible contacts and they do not feel like an oasis and i do not like them you can still sponsor us though <laughs> Yeah, How about- Vu, stay the <laughs> F away from our show. <laughs> but in the meantime, we could just say that the show is sponsored by the uh, optical condition of astigmatism. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by astigmatism. Thanks, astigmatism. People have it. It's Thanks a thing. To- <laughs> Thanks to astigmatism, I've spent about $2,000 in the last seven years on glasses. Thank you so much. Yay! <laughs> it's just a bunch of like angry middle aged people cheering. Oh my God. <sighs> They're all in like uh, Boca Raton, stigmatism. Florida. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, well, like that. Boca Raton is basically sponsored by palm trees, thunderstorms, uh, all you can eat buffets, and Piggly Wiggly. So. What is Boca Wada? Boca Raton in Florida. Oh. It's a it's a small well, it's not like super small. It's north of Fort Lauderdale, but only slightly. Um, so it's a little smaller. A lot of people retire to there. My grandmother, interestingly, had a condo there for a little while when I was a kid. Uh yeah. They Wait, had a pool. You're, you're describing the villages to me. What you know villages? What the villages are? It is a community in Florida where people go to retire and everyone rides around on golf carts and they have like (laughs) parties and like, no, no. One of my tours, we went through there. And so we were playing, we were doing the show to like 80 year olds, but they were party 
animals. It was insane. Like we and, couldn't even keep up with them. And they were all elderly? Yes. Good for them. That's who I want to be when I get older. Yeah. Like I'm I, I'm not even 30 yet. And I'm trying to get up off of a cot this weekend, and I'm like, oh, my back. Oh, I couldn't. I had two beers last night and feel like I'm going to die. Like, how did... Wait, I want to be those this, people when I grow up. Oh, this was your camping trip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I went camping for the first time as an adult. Yeah. Should we talk about this now? I mean, we can talk about this whenever you want to talk about this. I mean... This is the perfect time to talk about this. <laughs> Rob's, Rob's the boss. Well, so there were a lot of developments, even in the brief overview I gave you guys last week uh, yes. about this alleged camping trip. Okay. So. Did you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so um, I thought I was going to one location in Maine. I thank, thank you to my chronic anxiety in that before I go anywhere alone and before I go anywhere new, I check a million times the route, how to get there, and if I'm actually going to the right place. So I'll like go back and check a text somebody sent me, I'll screenshot it, I'll put it away. So I get up to the day that I'm supposed to go to Maine to go camping. So I've never been camping in my adult life. I didn't own a single shred of anything that I had to bring. So I had to borrow a tent from my uncle because my cousins go camping all the time he gave me a sleeping bag and he's and he says to me when he when i get the sleeping bag he goes you're not going to want to sleep on the ground huh and just hands me a camping cot to put in the tent i was like okay so my family knows who i am that's fine um and he gives me like a propane lantern and i said what do i need this for he goes your friends will know how to use it don't worry, you'll be the hero. I was like, okay. Wait a so minute. So I took the lantern. So I just took the lantern, uh, and he gave how me some did you chair. Feel ab- how did you feel about all these assumptions being made about you? Like, you're I not going to want to sleep on the ground. You don't know how this works, and you're not going to understand. <laughs> it, if they weren't true, I, maybe I would feel a way about them. But everything he said, I just was like, yeah, yes, that is true. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, okay, thank you. I appreciate uh, your perception. And so, whatever. Yeah. So, you Friday, pay attention to me. Friday comes. It's supposed to be a three and a half hour drive. We're supposed to go to Loggers Island Campground in Bingham, Maine. Or at least that's what the Facebook invite said. So, as I'm trying to plan out the route, and which I had planned out a bunch of times over the course of the week, and what time I was going to leave from work, I get a Facebook message or it gets posted in the Facebook group. Oh, when you were trying to find the site, go to XYZ road, take a right on this road, follow this sign, and then our campsites are 11 and 12. So I go to look up those road names because they don't seem familiar to me based on how many times I've looked up Loggers Island Campground in Bingham, Maine. They're coming up as in, these roads come up as in Millinocket, Maine, which is significantly further away by about an hour to an hour and a half north. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is all me supposed to be going by myself. So I look it up, I find out that at some point in the conversation, and I must have missed it, but I paid. So I paid for a trip that I knew nothing about. And so I agreed to go to a camping site an hour and a half further away, now making it a five-hour drive from work on a Friday alone instead of a a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So I find out, so thank, so whatever. So I get in the car, and I just start booking it. 
I went up to some people I work with. I said, you know what? I'm leaving right now. I went to Hannaford's. I angrily bought cold cuts and I was off to the races. <laughs> and I just started I just started driving. I've never had such precision in driving and such a hypnotic state. I drove four hours without even breaking a sweat. I didn't even think about it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I need to pee. And I should probably get some gas because I don't know. Like if I get lost, I need the gas. So I pull off in Lincoln, Maine, drive five miles off the highway to find a gas station. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There's signs that are like Irving this way, Irving this way. And I keep following them. And then the signs stop. And I don't know which way to go. So eventually I find my way to Irving, whatever. I get gas. It was significantly more expensive than everywhere else right now. Get gas, get a little McDonald's fry action, keep going. So I go to the campground. I show up, everyone's sitting down, and they look at me and they're like, Hey. I'm like, hey. They go, Are you excited? I said, Yeah. They go, uh, you want to help putting that tent up? And I said, No. I said, I'm gonna try to do this. Oh, no. I said, I'm gonna do this all by myself. I said, this is gonna be a big boy weekend, and I'm gonna learn how to do all of these things on my own. Lucky I have a question. Yeah, please. Have you ever put up a tent before? So interestingly enough, I have put up tents in the past. Why? I can't really explain. Uh I was a Boy Scout, uh not an Eagle Scout, a Boy Scout up until about sixth grade, which required me to have to put up a tent more than one time. I also went to Camp Wakanda uh, in Massachusetts, and they did an overnight, and part of the overnight was you had to put up a tent and sleep outside at Camp Wakanda overnight. So I've put up tents before, so I understand how to put up a tent, and there's directions. So as long as you follow the directions, everything is okay. Um, but my friends, so I lay out this tent and all the tent poles. Oh, and I forgot to mention the one thing. So my uncle offers me the rain fly for the tent. And I say, oh, no, it's supposed to be 80 and sunny all weekend. I don't need the rain fly. That's going to be fine. As I was driving up 95 North, it started pouring rain on my way up. So I was like, this is bad. Mm -hmm. So I put the tent together. My friends are taking pictures of me assembling the tent, uh, which I do in a very, <laughs> which I do in a very short amount of time. It was essentially just a pop up tent. It was just two poles that go like did the crisscross and then uh -huh. get buckled in. Sure. But I had a tarp that I was going to put underneath to be like an expert camper to keep out the moisture from the bottom that I then had to relocate and put over the top of the tent uh, so that I would not get rained on in the evening time. Oh, um, like a big boy. Like a big boy. Problem solving. <laughs> big boy uh, weekend. Big boy weekend. We're going to keep so... a tally. How many times he <laughs> <it> says that? <laughs> and so we, so that happens. Uh... And then night one is like not remarkable. And then we went whitewater rafting yesterday, which I thought was only supposed to be an hour or so. Turns out it's a whole day trip, guys. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't had no idea about that. So we get on a bus and we're going down a logging road going 55. And it's just like the whole way. And we start off immediately and they're like, hey, so we're going to bring you to class five rapids to start which are some of the roughest rapids. <laughs> like we're going to start. Are, yes. yeah. yeah. They're like, "Hey, we're going to start you on these class 5s. Uh you're a big group of 10, like but we take all our we take all our rafters to the class 5 first cuz it's a safer class 5. And so like you can kind of learn and play around over here and get used to everything." So we go to the class 5. Like we hit the class 5 one time, everything is fine. Then the guys like, "Hey, 
any of you that want to try it again, we're going to get out of the boat, walk back up and do it again. Anybody that wants to stay behind, you can go over on that rock and stand there. And so a couple people that we were with were, were decided that they were not coming and that they were going to stay on the rock, which ended up being the smartest thing they did all weekend. So me and what ended up being all the guys and just one of the girls we were with, we get back in, we go back over to the class five and he says he wants to surf it. So he wants to get like stuck in the pool and in the whirlpool where like the where the water comes in together in the rapid, whatever. So we go into go, we go to hit it. And we're doing actually really well. So we like spin once we hit that. We hit it. We're holding on. Everything's cool. We spin again. We're down. It like pushes us up a little bit. We come back down in it. We're doing well. It spins us around a third time. And at this point, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're old pros now. We've got this like we we've got this rapid under control. And then it just flips. And I'm like up in the air. I feel myself go into the water and immediately I feel just water go up my nose in through my sinuses and out my ears, like not, not an exaggeration. And I'm under the water and I open my eyes briefly because, and all I could see was like brownish yellow. So I knew I was under and I was just like, just got to go to the top, just go to the top and then had mm. to find the thing. And immediately I just have water coming out of every pore in my face uh, and then yeah. had to, and that was nine 30 in the morning. And so the trip lasted until 4.30 in the afternoon. And so all day long, I'm trying to find different ways to get water out of my face. At lunch, I'm blowing my nose and water's coming out of my nose still. And I'm like holding, holding my nose to try to create pressure in my ears. And I have like, I can hear the water bubbling in my ears and nothing happens. So that was a blast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> other than that, we made, you know, we made fire. I slept outside again, had some wine out of a box. Had some beers out of a bottle. You know, that's camping. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, all in all. Still um, a little glam for <laughs> camping, wine, having wine. But. Well, well, it was from a box. Yeah, it was. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. You're right. Box I think wine is not I think sophisticated. I think your first mistake was being like, oh, yeah, I'm an old pro at white water rafting. I don't know oh, if you can. Ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes into it. I don't think in. that's I don't think that's possible. Like you're you're kind of at the mercy of the rapids. Like No, we found out that this guy intentionally flipped us. Like we got we got close enough with this guy that we found out that they intentionally flip people in that location so that mm -hmm. they get used to it because it's a safer location to learn how to flip. So if you flip in the more uh dangerous class five, they because uh. they take you to the the rest of the portion of the river where we start, because it starts out it starts at a class five where they brought us on the Penobscot. And you had this section, it's class five, then it kind of goes to still water, then to class three. It's really, it's, it's kind of all okay. over the place. So then yeah, when cool. you stop for lunch, you do whatever, and then they drive you up past where you started. And past where you started, you start at class fours. There's a class four into a class five, into like more like class two, and then still water. And then goes back mm -hmm. into class four and class five. So they, and though the class fives that are over there just had so many rocks and boulders that they want you to have the technique at least sort of down gotcha. so that you can get yourself out of a much more dangerous situation. So I understand the theory behind it, but just mm -hmm. when it's 9 15 in the morning and you've already right. got water coming out of your ears, literally, it was a yeah. hard start to the day. So uh, it's for fun, but it's also practicality. Which, yeah, props to you. I mean, that, that's great. You did good. There, and this is a thing you can do during uh, 
pandemic. You can go camping. You can go camping. It's literally one of the only things you can do, which is why I did it. Yeah. So but speaking could, of... Well, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, but it's also one of the most fulfilling things you could do in general. Getting out go. in nature. Isn't nature so neat? It's <laughs> That's neat. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Your story Look was neat. Look at that over there. That's neat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Temperature check. How, how are we all feeling? Who's going first? I think Rob needs to go first. Rob hasn't said anything in 20 minutes. Oh, I was going to tell you to go first, but I can. Today has been an interesting day. In our tri-town area, we basically just hit a unprecedented storm that all of us were here in. Did you just use the word unprecedented? Yes. You're canceled before we even start. Continue. <laughs> My turn. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no, no keep no. going. Keep going. Okay. Totally unprecedented. This is your temperature check. Unprecedented storm. Yes. A storm which had never previously been experienced for at least a since at least I've been around. Therefore, there has been no precedent for it. And for you personally. Yes, for yeah. me personally. And it took out the power in about half of all of the three town area that I live in, including the power for one of my aunts. And we were stressed out about safety a little bit, but everyone's fine. Uh, everyone's doing well. Everything's okay. And now it just looks like people are going to be without power for a couple of days, which is super rare with our power grids. They usually don't go down. And if they do, it's usually only for an hour or two. Mm, and yeah. so that's kind of where I'm at. I was a little bit stressed and now I'm feeling a little bit better. I will say like along those lines of the storm, I noticed, so we didn't lose power at all. So I'm at my parents' house right now and we didn't lose power at all. And this was a, this was a very heavy thunderstorm. It was one of the heaviest I've ever seen as well. And we didn't lose any power. But two weeks ago, like, it was probably 9, 10 p.m., right? And there's just like a little wind. It's like, and then the power goes right out for like an hour. Did you guys have that at all a couple weeks ago where your power went out? Nope. It was just like a little bit of wind. I'm like, what? there's not even a storm. And then this happens <laughs> and our power is fine. Yeah. Well, mine was. So it sounded like you got some power outages, Rob. No, my power didn't go out. It was... A couple of my family members that live in the area. Oh, okay. Who's next? Isn't that you? Aren't you That's next? That's me. Yeah, gonna... I, thought, I thought you were mid-temperature check. Yeah, I thought you were in your temperature check. Oh, I was just commenting on Rob's temperature check. All right, oh. so then give us yours. What is your temperature? Is it 98.6 or where are we at? I'm not that lame, Charlie. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I've learned... So... We're, I don't know when we're going to release this, but we're about five months into like pandemic isolation land. And I've learned a lot about myself, uh, namely that I've realized that in the morning, I am not a morning person to like, to the point where like, I don't want anyone to look at me, say any words to me, like until I've kind of had my morning routine and until it's all done so that's like every morning i just i don't want to be bothered right um and then maybe i'll kind of like i'll loosen up a little bit 
But today I didn't really do that. I also have some days where like all day I'm just kind of like, don't bother me or I'll die. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, because so that happens once in a while. Um, and I mean, I don't know what there is to do about it. And like, I know I'm aware that that's not a really great way to like exist, like being moody a lot. Um, like I'm, I feel like I'm not... I'm not like particularly nice to my parents all the time. Like I'm not mean and they're like, they're so great. Like they are tolerating me in their house like every day and being nothing but great to me. And I'm just kind of like, eh, thanks. All right. You know, but I don't know. Some days I'm better than others, but today is like, I'm just in a weird mood and I don't want to be bothered, and I don't want to be talked to, so I'm going to go. Uh, have a great rest of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> totally kidding. All right. See you later. Yeah. Now, Charles, I know you've had a very fulfilling weekend, followed by a bit of a drive, so let's get your temperature check. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's complicated, because I think my temperature is, was almost in a U-shape today. I, I ended on kind of a high because I was really excited about the camping and, you know, even though it was low grade camping, like it wasn't the the most challenging camping experience, I'll say. Uh, I was still proud of myself for getting through it and not freaking out and actually getting sleep and then driving back. But then I hit all this traffic and there was this storm. And as I was driving through town, everything like all the all like all these trees are down and powers out all over town so that I'm starting to stress out about, you know, are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to be able to work together? Are we going to be able to get this done? Cause we've pushed it off. And we like, we, it's like we created a plan and we were going to commit to it. And then I was pe- pushing it back bit by bit by bit um, because I started running late. And so I think I'm like kind of even like, I feel better now that we're, we, we got here, we're doing mm-hmm. this thing like for, whatever reason i think this whatever we do with this and if if this ends up out there and we do more than one of these i think it's gonna be really fun and so it's kind of that creative output and hobby that i feel like i've needed during quarantine and i'm sure like you know the podcast market is super saturated and a bunch of people are trying um but i think we have a good team together and a good creative team cuz everyone really does bring something different to the table and different experiences and mm. so like i think what brings us here uh is just a general Ooh. interest <laughs> that's the name of the show hey uh is just a general interest in in creating and i think that's something you know we want to share our experiences we're three people who are normal but i wouldn't say like we're we're normal but we're interesting in our own ways and so i think it'd be interesting just to see what we can do and create and see if maybe we can i don't know yeah like you're the you're the smooth segue guy (laughs) i'm just like the moody teenager and rob's like our mc which is messed up because you're like one of the nicest people i know (laughs) and so i think it's always funny when you're like i was really moody and i was really flippant (laughs) to my parents and i could just imagine mary being like hey garrett do you want some cereal and you're like no mom and then that's that's how you define being rude to your parents yeah well it's not even that i just like they're they're so nice to me and like i'll respond to them but like especially in the mornings i'll just be like huh oh yeah I'll, i'll be very grunty and then that's I go called upstairs. not being a morning person that doesn't make you rude 
does it though doesn't it i though? think we're gonna I, unpack I some therapy stuff with you during this too garrett <laughs> i'm super excited <laughs> garrett's the type of person that he will tip 20 percent and then feel guilty for not tipping 25 <laughs> so on point <laughs> so there's there's like i forget um there's a joke i don't even maybe in a tv show and uh Whoever it was, I don't even know who it was, but I rem- this stuck with me. It was like, um, yeah, one time I was in like a really bad mood, and like I was having like getting terrible service at this restaurant, and so I tipped forty percent, <laughs> so that the waiter would see that and be like, oh wow, what a great tip! I really should have given them better service. <laughs> That's almost yeah. like some pretty woman stuff. Like, yeah, you leave, you go back the next day, and you're like, "Do you remember me from yesterday?" Yeah, yeah. big mistake, huge. Is <laughs> that something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You, I think you went the office route with it, sir. Good sir, <laughs> sir. I gotta find out where that joke came from. I'll let you know. I'll put a clip to it in our bio on the. <laughs> we'll see. I we are all looking for that and waiting with bated breath. Really? Was that sarcasm? Bated. Hey, vibe check, Rob. Vibe check. <laughs> Garrett just learned just the term to vibe the check sound today. Of my voice. It's such a thing. I which is different on... than a temperature check. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, let me just tell the story really quick. Um, so the, <laughs> Rob is a dungeon master for a dungeon and, Dungeons and Dragons campaign that a group of our friends do. I have horrendous, I have, I'm just going to say I have horrendous um, attendance. Um, <laughs> but last week I was there and I didn't have my phone with me. Um, but after the session, I looked at my phone and I have a text from Rob that says vibe check in all caps. And so I'd hung up and I texted Rob back and I said, what does vibe check mean? I haven't had my phone with me all day. And Rob didn't respond to me. So here I am like six days later, still thinking that I did something really bad. Like, and I was a real jerk or to him or something on this Dungeons and Dragons thing. And I've been freaking out about it all week, thinking he's mad at me. And so I asked him right before we started this, this show, and he was like, oh, no, I was just like kind of making sure you were going to come to the session. I'm like, what? That's it? And then I started looking it up. And yeah, it's basically it. And it's a youth's thing. So maybe if I ever get back to work, I can use that on the youths that I work with. Be like, hey, vibe the, check. How's everyone doing? Yeah. The other part of that is that I sent the the message about five minutes after we started because he wasn't in the call yet or he was just getting into the call or something and he apparently didn't get it until 10 o'clock and that was part of the confusion because he thought i sent it after the session and thought i was yelling at him for something when i was just basically just being like hey check in to when you get here yeah um so i was yeah and i wasn't about to like deny the fact that i was probably a jerk at some point during the session but i just wanted to know what i did (laughs) and it turns out i didn't do anything yeah so i felt bad when he told me because i didn't respond because i forgot and i'm bad at responding but if i 
knew that he thought I was mad at him, I definitely would have responded and tried to <laughs> not allowed that to eat away at him, at you, because you're here, away at you for however long it did. Yeah. Well, we're, it's over now. We figured it out. And I'm going to start researching the correct usage of vibe check. Okay. Okay. Great. In general, I don't, I want to jump to something really quickly that we haven't done yet and just kind of talk about who we are. Garrett, you were talking about your lack of attendance at these sessions, and that is for a very legitimate reason. Yeah. Garrett, tell us, why can't you come to some of these things? What kind of run-of-the-mill career do you have that prevents you from making it every week? Uh, so, um, I, uh, up until March, I was um, on, on tour with a, with a Broadway musical. Uh, um, what, what tour with uh, what musical that nets approximately what amount of money a year because of how popular I it don't, is? I don't know that. In, <laughs> well, I know the title of the musical, but I don't know how much money it makes. Okay. Oh, no. Everyone else does. That's why oh. I say it. <laughs> oh, do they? Well, I don't. Everyone else can look it up. Uh, I'm the music director for um, the national tour of Dear Evan Hansen, which is a Broadway musical it's a more contemporary thing yeah. by contemporary he means it's the modern day rent that and everyone's going to see it and it blew hamilton out of the water it, it was not. like it, it was like didn't. hamilton hamilton hamilton, hamilton 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 dear Evan <laughs> it was just a new thing for people to focus on it was the next big show after hamilton yeah true that yeah it's not as big as hamilton but it did, it did pretty what? well. It's in what not, world? It's like Hamilton in what world? and then... Well, in what world is it not as big as Hamilton? By what metric? I don't know, but I think it's... I think it's going to have more longevity than Hamilton. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going these, on record right now. Sunday, August 23rd, 2020. I'm going to put it on record right now that it outlasts Hamilton's run on Broadway. Hey, I would be super happy if that happened. I mean, um, it would be really good for you. It would keep you in a I job. Mean, I would, and don't get me wrong. If Lin-Manuel Miranda ever hears this, I love Hamilton. I think it's awesome. But it's about a, like a period in time, and period pieces have their time. Mm. And I think that Dear Evan Hansen has a broader message that can connect with more people over a longer period of time. Hamilton is connecting right now with people based on some parallels that they're seeing with things that are happening in society. But things that yeah. happen in Dear Evan Hansen are always happening in society. Yeah, I think the big thing about Dear Evan Hansen... That, no, that's a really good argument. Um, I will say, yeah, it, Dear Evan Hansen is a bit more universal because um, one of the things it does is it allows people to talk about things like mental health or basically mental mental health and social media um and how the two uh how the two kind of intersect and how they relate um and because you know there there's such a big there's such a giant stigma on like talking about anxiety like we like everyone experienced anxiety at some point in their life or like depression it's such a common thing but it's so hard to talk about and i think dear evan hansen does a good job of um exposing these subjects in a way that's um that that is you, you know you can 
in a way that people can understand and relate to. And also it's very accessible and it's entertaining. And then at the end of the show, people drive home and they can now talk about these things. Like, oh, I had an experience like this character. And, you know, so I think that's, that's what's cool about the show. And that's why it means a lot to people. Um, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent. No, that was beautiful. Uh, I loved, I loved that. And I think on a on a personal on a personal note about what Garrett has gotten to do, I think what's exciting for me and I think a lot of people that know you from our hometown cuz what I guess people don't know yet is you, myself and Rob uh prior to Rob adding the second B to his name. Uh <laughs> you know, all grew up in the same town and were in the same music program. Uh yeah. and some of us in vastly different parts of the music program and different progressions. And so what I remember from when we were even in middle school is that my parents would be like, "Oh, I can't wait to see Garrett Healy play." Like and that's 100% really? real. 100% a real thing because oh even even when we we're in middle school, I, there were parents who could see the level of talent in your piano playing because you were the only piano player. Like Rob obviously was very adept at the saxophone, but mm-hmm. when there's multiple saxes up there, like you can't tell who the good one is and who the crappy <laughs> ones are when everyone's playing hot grass buns. But like you were that's already so good. far along by the time that we got to middle school because you had taken lessons and then throughout middle school and your progression. And then I remember you playing Rhapsody in Blue. And so it was really interesting knowing you, seeing you go through that progression and also knowing that you're one of the most modest people that I know. And you're always like, oh no, I'm not talented. And then you go up there and you do these crazy things and you're like, I hope that sounded okay. And everyone's (laughs) like, "Uh, that was amazing. And then going on, because then you, what? You went to UNH and then majored in math, right? Mm, Yeah. And so that was a really interesting thing for everybody, I think, too, is like seeing you kind of deviate from the path that we thought, I think everyone thought that they saw for you. And so Mm -hmm. I think one of the most exciting things for me is when I was interviewing for jobs in New York and then you had kind of found your way back to the music path and you were you were doing all of those odd jobs and shows and like we're on you were on the cruise ship circuit for a, a while, too. Right. Yeah. So you like did you like busted your butt for all this stuff and then seeing you work your way up and make all your connections and now being able to be on this show that's on this scale and do all this stuff and still be as humble as you are and you because you it's like you know where you come from you've never gotten a big head about it but you're just like so immensely talented like if anyone deserves this it's you not that you don't deserve it rob but like (laughs) no i agree <laughs> These are like the nicest things anyone has said to me and I ever. Think, is... And I, I think it's really telling about our music program too. Like we have Garrett who's doing what he's doing, then you're off teaching and learning how to record, Rob, and like do all these other things and do these excellent, awesome things. And then there's me who one time is told, "Well, you are a good match, a uh, good marcher, but you were a terrible trumpet player." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now. <laughs> One of the things that you're going to find is that two of us are in music and or <laughs> audio careers, and the third person is very passionate about music in general, and we want to share with you some of the songs that we are listening to at any given time, and we're going to start that today with our Shower Songs of the Week, Shower Songs of the Week, mm-hmm. and with that, so, usually we're just going to have one person 
do their song, but because this is the special premiere episode, then <laughs> we're going to have each of us share our shower song of the week so that you have something fun that you can listen to. Yeah, someone write these down so that we're so we can start a playlist on Spotify. Someone record what we're saying and keep a log oh. of it. <laughs> That's a great That's idea. That's a great idea. We should do, <laughs> we should that. do that. You guys, yeah, you want to so, start a podcast or something? Yeah. Oh my god, let's start a podcast. Yeah. <sighs> Hold on, if it just just so you guys know, we should probably start hitting play now so that we can start recording. Okay. Oh, okay, Here great. We go. Yeah, okay. Great. Everyone clap on three. <laughs> One, okay. two, three, three. Don't clap. Don't clap. It's really bad for the audio. <laughs> Everyone snap. On beat. <laughs> Who would like to share their song first? <laughs> Rob, why don't we start with you? Because you have two Bs. <gasps> yeah. Two Bs Wouldn't comes before C and G. No. Alphabetical order by the last letter of your name. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Yes, that is Yeah, accurate. Charles will be second. <laughs> Technically, yes, that is correct. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the song that I'm vibing to right oh, now God. is called I Just Got To. It's by Daz with two Zs, Calvo, and Selena, I think it's Mastriani. And the reason why... I chose this song is because I ever since quarantine started, I've actually started running like a good amount. And I was basically going from couch to 5k level, but now I'm getting it so that I'm pretty much running a 5k every time I'm up to about 10 or 11 miles a week, which is great. Wow. And my times are getting better. And crazy. I'm just throwing on this one playlist called happy beats i think on spotify and it's a great playlist and it's just got nice music that lets you move and it's great workout music and this is one of my favorite songs on it because the singer who i assume is selena is really good and it's a really hype song that when i'm starting to get a little bit tired if it comes on i'm like i can't stop during this song and it gets me to keep going and the lyric there is, I just got to keep on dancing, but I just in my head substitute that for running. And it just has this can't stop, won't stop kind of vibe to it. And that allows me to keep going and not stop. And that is myself. Thanks, Ra Taz, Raz, Daz. Daz. Thanks, Daz. Daz. Thanks, Daz. Awesome. Well, All right, thanks, and Rob. Who would like, you're welcome. Who would Slowing like to go next? recommendation. Well, you already set the order. Oh, that's a Charlie great point. Next. You already set the order. Yeah, who would like to go next after you set the order? You're really letting this podcast go flimsy right off the bat, huh? I, I promise you hey. guys, we're actually friends. <laughs> I'm trying to give you the illusion of choice before you have to do your job. Peace and love. Peace and love, had, everyone. Peace and love. I had a beer today that was called Illusion, and it was good. It was very good. <laughs> Shout out to Liquid Riot in Portland, Maine. They don't sponsor us, but hey. Wink. I'm happy to give, I'm happy to support your local businesses, especially right now during quarantine, if it's still quarantine, whenever this gets released. Like all Agreed. these local breweries that either have limited distribution or whatever else, I'm happy to shout out anybody because I really think it's so important for these places to keep going i don't want to see them get bought out by bigger breweries i really don't um because then the quality goes down and i think the impact to the community goes down so i'm happy to give liquid riot a shout out and maybe right. that's what i'll do maybe i'll shout out a brewery every now and then so they're in maine 
They're in Maine, Portland, Maine. They're right on the water. They they have cool. seating that uh, overlooks the harbor. It's really really nice. It's really it's it's a great setup. And I think they make. It looks like they made their own whiskey there too. Uh, yes, that sounds support horrible. local businesses. <laughs> um, support local businesses, especially in quarantine. We'll mm-hmm. probably do a whole episode on local business. So let's go ahead with the shower song. Okay, so I think my shower song. So lately. Over the last couple of years, I'll preface it. Over the last couple of years, I've heard a song here and there by the band Glass Animals, and I've always found them to have this really interesting sound, like this cool, lo-fi, almost alternative sound. Um, and so in the last m- couple months, more and they were releasing more and more singles off an upcoming album. And so their upcoming album, is, well, it's out now, is called Dreamland, and like the whole album is just so good top to bottom front to back like listening to it and i the first time i listened to it in just one whole session i just like i literally put the headphones on i'm wearing now and laid in bed and listened to it all one time through because it is mostly like a lo-fi alternative sometimes it's almost like this guy is sort of whisper singing into the microphone so it's not harsh there's not huge dynamic changes like a lot of the dynamic changes are more in the instrumental rather than in the vocal um that but that's really great oh like it's this. so oh it's so good i you've got to check it out but the Does the song like this? <laughs> no like he, silk could I, this, could I be the singer in this band <laughs> yes so the the my favorite song and is like one of the big singles right now. I think it hit number one on the Alt Nation Alt 18 uh, is Heat Waves. It's just it's just so good. It's a great vibe. It's a great summer song. Um, it's not just to, like it's not a, to be confused with the Motown classic Heat Wave. <laughs> not correct. Right. So, that, so that's where I'm that's where I'm at. That's my that's my shower vibe of the week. Good. Good yeah, vibe right. check. Nice. Well, I've been listening to Jacob Collier's new album. Uh, it just came out like a week ago. Uh, it's called Jesse Volume Three. He's actually doing this like four-part album where he explores like a few different, like four different musical universes that you know he's interested in. And um, there's this song on the album. The whole album's great, but there's this song I've been listening to a lot that's called "In My Bones." Um, and the way I can describe it is, it's like it's like the best tribute to Prince that you've ever heard, except that Prince hmm. neither wrote nor performed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just like, it's super funky, uh, super catchy. Um, it features Kimbra, who I just I just learned from the song. And it also features Tank and the Bangas. I know there are a lot of fans oh, of yeah, them. Oh yeah, they're really good. They're really great. And I think he brought in a bassist who actually played with Prince. Um, maybe... It's probably like the last bassist Prince ever played with before he died, something like that. Wow. Um, but yeah, I've like I w- I was actually never really into Jacob Collier that much. I thought like he's a super like intellectual music nerd, and some of his stuff is you know at first I thought it was like it was a little bit out there, you know, like some of his you know harmonic his harmonic knowledge is just insane. But I've actually been kind of listening to his catalog and uh realizing that yeah his he he has this like insane genius uh like expansive knowledge of harmony but he's able to use it in a way that kind of still sounds 
somewhat accessible, which is like a real, which is some, something he does really well. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say In My Bones, and I hope that maybe one day it becomes like a dance hit, even though I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm rooting for it. Um, and that's what I'm jamming to. You've sold can, me on it. I can guarantee that Jacob Collier will not be infrequent i said that wrong jacob collier is going to be on here a lot for shower songs of the week i think because i'm also a big fan of his stuff yeah he makes me like he he makes me feel ashamed to call myself a musician like truly yes he really oh does. yeah yeah does he no, no, no. does he Tra- while you're Charlie, directing no, the national tour of a broadway hit no y- yes yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> yeah interesting i'm not gonna adjust it he does yeah. all right is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we sign off? This is going to be interesting. What is this? Us. What brought us yeah. here? In a good way? Yeah. I mean, I think we're off to a hot start. I'm excited. You know, I think so. it has likes. Yeah. I think we were finally we were in a place where, where we all had a relative amount of freedom where we could sit aside and, you know, show people what we have to offer. It's a minor creative outlet for all three of us and um hopefully we give some people some easy listening to enjoy and yeah so yeah but (laughs) i think this has been really good as i said i think it has legs and it's gonna be at absolute minimum a lot of fun for us to put together and hopefully fun for all of you out there in subspace to listen to and with that I just want to thank you all for listening so much. It really means a lot to us. All four of you, thank you so much. And <laughs> Hi, Mom. Yeah. And Dad. <laughs> and please like, share, and subscribe. It's really important, especially on Apple Podcasts, that if you give us the ratings, it's what helps boost us in their search bar. So if you enjoyed the content, if you want to see more or, well, hear more of our content, Make sure to give us five stars, leave us a nice little comment, and uh, we'll keep coming back to you. Yeah, thank you so much, and we'll see you later. Cool. What, what Brought Us Here is a Rob Taylor music production. <laughs> oh it features Sponsored Garrett Healy, Charlie D, and Rob Taylor. That's Rob with two Bs, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Sponsored Just by see you next time. like you. Sponsored by Astigmatism with one M. (laughs) Sponsored by Astigmatism, taking us all down one step at a time. Plus, you guys will get more of this sultry voice. Do you want a second clap, Rob? Are we out? I don't know if we're out. Are we out? I thought we were out. I have no idea. Oh, wow. It's like the intro all over again. Are we in? (laughs) I put one foot in, I put one foot out, I put the pop mic on, and I shook it all about. Rob, I think you should just like when you're editing it. Cut at a random point, so someone's mid-set.